Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. No new confirmed cases of coronavirus in the area. That's the good news. Just the two in Toronto. I'm still stressed out though, Jim. Went to the uh, the store yesterday. Went to Winners. Stopped at Winners with my son and then we went to the grocery store. Guess how many people I saw wearing those uh, surgical masks? Yes. I, how many? Seven. Oh, jeez. Apparently they're sold out. Are they? You can't find these masks anywhere. Do they really work? Like To me, uh, it seems like the coronavirus could work around that thing. <laughs> like that's, yeah. Is it a thin little flimsy mask made out of paper? It's probably better than nothing. I'm, I'm sure it's yeah. not the Trump card, but... Don't get me wrong. When I saw other people wearing them, I, I thought to myself, uh, should I be wearing one of those things? <laughs> yeah. should I, am I just going to pull my turtleneck up over my mouth now? Seven people. I, I can't remember ever seeing somebody walking around the city with one of those pulled up over their face. Mm-hmm. But uh, the hysteria for coronavirus is starting to set in here, man. People are are, are not liking the, the fact that it's made its way to Canada. This is the only one I've been freaked out about. With, like swine flu, all that. It seems like there's always one around the corner. But this one, I don't know. People keep saying, relax, it's overblown, it's media hype, it's internet rumors. Yeah. But something still, I, I don't like it. You know who it is? Who? It's uh, surgical mask manufacturers <laughs> that are... <laughs> really drumming up the hysteria. On that note, I saw somebody else post a picture online. They bought a box of masks. Where was it made? Wuhan, China. Would you trust it? <laughs> Would you wear it? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. That's like selling the, the disease and the cure, you know? Yeah. You get cut on both ends. Imagine that came out. This was a man-made virus, and it was made by the surgical mask manufacturers. <laughs> the ultimate conspiracy. Yeah, you love these conspiracy theories. Yeah. I don't know how much money is in surgical masks, but you never oh, know. A lot. If you, as many as they can make, and they're, yeah. already, they're all sold out. I know per mask, it's probably pretty cheap, but when you sell millions and millions of these things, then, wow. You never know. There it is. It's freaking me out. Totally. Stop wearing those masks. You guys are freaking us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's all not wear masks. Uh, do they work? Maybe we need to get some medical experts on. If you're wearing one of those over your face, is it going to save you? Is it going to prevent you from getting coronavirus realistically? Or is it just a bit of a placebo? Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, so I work in the medical field. Yep. So the mask is not going to prevent you from getting it because it enters in through your eyes. Oh. So we should all be wearing goggles. Exactly. Okay. Taz, hoard all the goggles you can and we'll That's sell right. them on the black market. We need to start selling coronavirus goggles. There's yes, our, there's our million exactly. dollar marketing idea. Well, how do you guys deal with it then at the hospital? Uh, getting... I'm not at the hospital. I'm in a nursing home, but I wear um, the face shield. Uh, we just got a text here too saying we can't order face masks for our veterinary clinic because they're all sold out. Our doctors have to wear them for surgery, but we don't have any. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's. I'm telling you, it's big business, this whole face mask thing. We got yeah, The goggles could be even bigger. We just got to get on the, the media, the media hysteria bandwagon <laughs> here, Jim. Get people all freaked out, and then they can buy some Taz and Jim coronavirus goggles. Yeah, and the virus was man-made, too. They Alleged, well, it's 
Not confirmed. They discovered it when they were they, SARS was out. So hmm. I don't like it. I know. Me neither. Hey, Taz and Jim. Hey, how's it going, Taz? Pretty good. What's up? Hey, we figured out the guys at work and I figured out how to cure the coronavirus. Okay. Yeah, switch to blue light. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are the first to make that joke. <laughs> See you later. Hey, where do you work? Where do you work? I work for the railway. All the live long day. <laughs> hey, it's Taz and Jim. Well, I might have had one too many Coronas last night. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> they, can't, they can't help themselves. Yeah. Apparently, Google is reporting that the uh, the number of people Searching for things like Corona beer virus has exploded. Searches coming from U.S., Canada, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Brazil, and India. Uh, there has been a uh, message put out here. Coronavirus is not spread through Corona beer. People are actually People thinking. are searching, thinking oh. that you can catch coronavirus <laughs> from, from drinking Corona beer. That is not the case. If you have been Google searching that, you're not alone, apparently. Wow. I like. I wonder what's going to happen to the Corona brand. Not that that's the most important thing right now, but this has got to be a PR nightmare for them. Yeah. It's testing the old adage that uh, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Kobe Bryant has uh, led to the... Planters Peanut Company putting their R.I.P. Mr. Peanut campaign on hiatus until the Super Bowl. They say a lot of people were hashtagging R.I.P. And obviously Kobe and Gianna were, were coming up, but so was hashtag R.I.P. Mr. Peanut. Yeah. And some people thought it was very tasteless. Planters Peanut rep says, We deeply regret any offense or upset caused by this coincidental timing. We're saddened by the weekend's news, and Planters has paused all campaign activities, including paid media. We will evaluate next steps through the lens of sensitivity to those impacted by this tragedy. I don't get this. Like, it would be tasteless if they released the commercial after the Kobe tragedy, but this was like a week before. Mm. It, it, taking back the commercial almost shines more light on it, it seems. Yeah. Like. Now, in London, Ontario, a uh, bit of outrage yesterday. Stobie's Pizza... A local pizza joint. They have legendary pizza. They have the Arkells pizza, mm -hmm. right? They teamed up with the band Arkells to uh, to put out a pizza not long ago after the Juno Awards were in London. And every day they do this thing where they post on a board, if your name is Jim, if your name is Taz, you get a free slice of pizza. So if your name is on the board, you can go and get a free slice of pizza. Well, yesterday, Stobie's posted, enjoy a free slice if your name is... Kobe or Gianna? And people went crazy on social media. Yeah, saying it was insensitive. Stobie's actually had to release a statement, uh, and they did on Facebook. Uh, the Names of the Day is not just a marketing tool for us. Over the past six years of doing the Names of the Day, we have used the board as a way to honor and show respect to mothers, fathers, veterans, members of the community, as well as those who've passed celebrity or not. Our intent was pure of heart and meant only to honor them. We sincerely apologize to anyone offended. Please know from the bottom of our hearts that we are truly sorry that this has upset so many of you. It was not our intentions. Uh, our intention. Thank you, Stobies. They did not delete the original tweet, though. Kept it up there, and uh, people are like, you should delete the tweet. This is a blah, blah, blah. The, the problem is there's no middle ground anymore. I see that, and my initial thought was it's tacky. Right? Get so? a free piece of pizza if your name is Kobe or Gianna. Day after they die, 
kind of tacky, but I understand that that is not their intention. Yeah. And guess what? My life moves on. But on social media, on the internet, there are two ends to the spectrum and there is no in between. Mm-hmm. Either you're like, the people who are mad are idiots. The people who uh, posted this, let's go burn the pizza place down. This yeah. is the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. There's no, you can't just say, yeah, I can see how it's kind of tacky, but uh, I, I think I can get past it. Yeah, if you see something you don't like, move on with your life. Exactly. I, I really don't see it any different than any company. Like, how many corporations and companies were tweeting out RIP Kobe? You know, mm-hmm. I, it's kind of just their way of saying, I don't think they, you know, I, I honestly, I never would have looked twice at it, I don't think. But. Well, they put it on social media, they posted uh, a, a GIF of Kobe and his daughter. It, to me, it was a little bit tacky, but, you know, who's who posted that? Some 20-year-old who doesn't know any better, who is heartbroken about Kobe dying and just thought it would be a great way to honor them because that's the only means they have available to do so is the mm-hmm. free pizza slice of the day. Whatever. It was tacky in my eyes, but today's a new day. And I don't think you should boycott or threaten a place just because they make a a small error in judgment. And let's prioritize... In your eyes. Yeah. Let's (laughs) prioritize our time and our lives. Kobe, 41, not a lot of time out there. You never know when it's going to end. Why waste your time being upset over trivial things? Creeps be creeping, man. Norfolk OPP have released a suspect description after a woman discovered a drone with a recording device hovering outside her bedroom window as she was changing. Jeez. This is Port Dover, Ontario. Monday between 3 and 4 p.m., so middle of the afternoon, this woman is changing in her bedroom. She notices a flashing blue light outside her bedroom. I forgot to put the electrical tape over the light, (laughs) eh? Right, rookie mistake there, creep. (laughs) When she looked closer, she realized it was a drone. This is is daylight, though, too. Like, you'd think if a guy's trying to film people changing with a drone, he'd be doing it at night under the cover of darkness. Yeah. Maybe he's been doing it so long, he's just gotten brazen. Maybe. Or he... This is his first time, and he's an idiot. Or it's probably really hard to drive a... Fly a drone at night. Yeah, you know especially, what I mean? like you probably hit the well, hydro lines. Yeah, at night you need to have the lights flashing, otherwise you wouldn't be able to see where the yeah. drone is. That's a good point. We are not encouraging. No, this, no, by I don't know way. why we're laying down tips here. <laughs> it's because it's disgusting. This woman looked closer. She opened the window, saw a guy standing at the edge of her property who looked like he had a remote control in his in his hands. Yeah, he immediately took off, and police. We're called suspect description. Man, 60 to 70 years old with white hair. Hmm. Wearing a hooded sweater with his head covered. 60 to 70. That's like my parents' age. Are you surprised at the tech ability? Yes. My, my mom, like, she can't even figure out how to text message properly. And this guy's flying a drone creeping on everybody. Well, he clearly doesn't know how to use the internet. So maybe it is a tech <laughs> issue yeah. in the first place. Isn't it crazy, like, the lengths that perverts and creeps will go to unbelievable and and the risk they will put themselves at just to get off so they never found this guy no they haven't found him anyone with information is being asked to call the opp or crime stoppers 60 to 70 years old with white hair 
wearing a hooded sweater that covered his head. I would hate to be a guy in the Port Dover, uh, Ontario area that fits that description. It's it's hoodie weather too. Who just bought a drone? <laughs> and his his wife is hearing that on the radio right now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you need a new hobby. <laughs> yeah, technology is making it easier for the, the weirdos to yeah. get their jollies. Got to keep those curtains closed. It su- like it sucks. Even on the second floor, though, you got to be careful. Right. You mentioned the tape. You got to put the tape over the webcam. Yeah. Got to close the curtains because there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of freaks trying to get freaky out there. Mm. Maybe keep a tennis racket near, uh, near your window. Yeah. How satisfying would that be if she... Smack the drone down with a tennis racket. Yeah, or threw like a bedroom sheet on it so I got uh-huh. caught up in the rotors. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have those. They have anti-drone guns, right? That they, you shoot and it disables the signal and the things just drop to the ground. Oh, I guess that would be simple enough, eh? Yeah, right. it shoots like an electric pulse or something. But you don't have one of those. The, your comforter yeah. <laughs> or blanket would work as well. Rolled up socks, hopefully. <laughs> A shoe, <laughs> rolling pin, frying pan. There's so many things I would love to smash a drone with. <laughs> if you have any information, get in touch with the OPP. Jim, I saw you were uh, playing Risk. Jim, sure, you've sure got an exciting uh, social media presence, posting pictures of you playing Risk on the weekend. What is not exciting about Risk? It's the worst board game. It is the greatest board game. What are you talking about? It's the worst board game. How long did you play Risk for? Okay, well, you might have a... Hold on. <laughs> so it probably, what we started playing at like 9. Uh-huh. And then by 1230... <laughs> oh, yeah. On Saturday, it, one one guy in the group was getting really annoyed and was like, I don't want to play anymore. But none of us wanted to back down because we're all super yeah. competitive. So I honestly, I made the executive d- decision. To flip the board over? Drop the nuke. I just went like this <laughs> with my hand and went blah, 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 blah. And honestly, everyone went, ah, okay. And it was a relief. That's a long time to play a board game. I think it's the ADHD in me mm-hmm. that does not enjoy playing Risk because you really you kind of have to focus on that one. And then you have to wait your turn while other people destroy your countries. Strategize. Yeah. It's too much thinking. If, if a board game doesn't have a bubble with a dice in it, <laughs> I'm not playing. It's either trouble or nothing. <laughs> you don't like Risk at all. I think it's a great one. What about Settlers of Catan? We're second worst. What are you second best? I've never played it because it looks too much like Risk. You've never played it and you're calling it terrible? It's got to be bad. No, no. it's Pulling cards and what are you, building houses or something? Yeah. No, you're building a settlement. You're you're, you're on the frontier. To me, it looks like uh, one of those Sims games. I I don't like any of the games. I don't like a Sim. I don't like the... The games where you have the armies, civilization, yeah, stuff like that. Where you see, and what's the one they advertise on all the time? Where it's like the Vikings, and you play it on your phone, and it's, you build the castle. Clash of the Clans. Clash of the Clans. I don't like any of that stuff. How dare you compare Settlers of Catan? Isn't it the same sort of thing? <laughs> I have no idea what Clash of the Clans. Is. Well, no. Well, Settlers of Catan is a great game, it, it, and it, and it ends way quicker than Risk. It's about two hours, and it shouldn't last any longer than that. I'll even say Monopoly is overrated. I agree with that. Because it's the same thing. You, you play Monopoly, it goes on forever. People are making up their own rules. Yeah. And not a Monopoly guy. It's very frustrating. Yeah, no, Monopoly sucks. But Risk and Settlers of Catan are amazing. I'd have to go Trivial Pursuit as my favorite hmm. board game. 
Is that really a board game? Like you do have yeah. a board, but it's only to keep score essentially. I guess to choose the card as well. well every board is only to keep score if you think about it. But the board itself, it's like it's like a trivia game. You can do you that go without, around. You no, can play trivial cool, pursuit without the board. Around. No. Because you go around, you got to get up to the middle and you land on the different colors, mm-hmm. different categories. It's what about, fun. I used to love the game of life as a kid. Sure. Each game was different. You know, sometimes you're a rock star. Uh-huh. Sometimes your shanty on the beach is blown away by the hurricane. It's fun. That was back when you had hopes and dreams, though. <laughs> yeah. And the <laughs> salaries were like $180,000, and you're like, whoa. When you're playing the game of life for real, and you're in your <laughs> mid-30s, GM, it's not as fun, is it? No, house is the same, though. <laughs> the question's out there. What is the best board game? Which is the worst? Let's go to the phones. Hey. Hey, I'm talking about board games. Best board game. Uh, I really like... I think Settlers of Catan is pretty good. It's a nice one to, like, kind of get people uh, outside their comfort zone who only play, like, the standard, you know, board games with, uh, with a couple of dice and that kind of stuff. Uh, I really like one called Codenames. Uh, it's kind of a little bit like charade, sort of a guessing game, but it's a really good, like, social kind of party game. Yes, those uh, are the games I like. Gestures. Yeah, oh, you should try Codenames. And, and Concept is another one. Those are great for, you know, you get people over, you have some drinks, you act a little silly. Uh, and everyone just has a good time. Do you guys remember Cranium? Cranium That was a fun. big game. Nobody plays that anymore, but that's a solid creative game. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You got the Play-Doh. You got mm-hmm. the, uh, the the drawing. Humdinger. You got to hum along, and they got to guess the song. Remember yeah, that? I don't think there's a single box of Cranium out there now that still has, like, usable Play-Doh. It is all- <laughs> it's all hard as a rock. <laughs> hey, it's Taz and Jim. You're doing the worst board games? Yeah, tell her what's the best board game, first of all. Trouble. Trouble is the best. Risk is the worst. You shut your dirty mouth. Risk is boring lame. Trouble is for children. Trouble exactly. is for five-year-olds. That's like the first game my nephews and nieces are going to play. I like a game, a social game. Risk is everyone just staring at the board thinking. No, it's not. It's boring. social when you want to fight everybody. It's so a intense. hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Do you find yourself wanting to fight people when you play Risk? In high school, I've calmed no, down I, a little bit. But uh, your I, older I, brothers, I bet if you're playing Risk with your yeah. older brothers, guaranteed a fist fight is breaking out. My older brothers played it when I left the house because it was rather boring. <laughs> it's it's a board game. Board is just spelled B O R E D. <laughs> How dare you? Battleship. Battleship's uh-huh. a good one. That's a fun one. Yeah. Talking Battleship. But you can only play with two people. Right. It's like playing Guess Who or that one where you identify the faces. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's fun, but two people max. You want more people around the... Uh, well, uh, Jimi Hendrix apparently loved playing Risk. We've heard from uh, other rock stars who used to play with him. Yeah. Except he'd play it on acid. Maybe... Maybe that's what you need to do to make risk fun. Who says I wasn't? <laughs> what other text messages are coming in here? Worst board games. Mouse Trap? Oh, I loved Mouse Trap when I was a kid. Yeah, these are kind of the best. Some people are saying the best and the worst. So Mouse Trap, somebody says, is the best. I still love to play Clue. Okay. Yeah, uh, worst had to be Ouija. <laughs> Ouija we- board. I Ouija used to play all the time. Ouija's fun if you are the, the jerk who is moving the thing and freaking everyone else yeah. out. I just never realized because I kind of believed that <laughs> there was spirits moving the little arrow. Yeah. I never realized that somebody was totally 
just scaring everyone else. I, if you were that guy, it would be a great time. Yeah, it's not fun being the guy who bikes home alone at night <laughs> from one of those sessions. Luigi all night. Axis and Allies, another one's kind of similar to Risk. Uh, Monopoly, we have 10 different Monopoly boards at our house. I really like Jeez, playing Twister no, with baby oil. Never invite me over. <laughs> Twister with baby oil yeah. is fun. <laughs> Depending on who you're playing with. That's his favorite game night. <laughs> slippery Twister. <laughs> Consensual Slippery Twister yes. in the year 2020, right? <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.